Welcome to Eavesdrop, where every day is a great conversation. We are so glad that you have joined us today for another great conversation. My name is Jenny, and I am joined here with my great friend, Heather. Hello. How are you? I'm doing very well today. Good. Busy weeks. It has been. It has been. And it's only the beginning of the week for us. It's Monday, y'all. <laughs> I know. We record on Monday, so we get to have a lot of a week of stuff that happens and going on and everything. And we're recording this tonight. Um for y'all and by the time this show is heard there will have been um, a few a couple of presidential debates that have happened in a vice presidential debate and we've done a couple of shows that you've heard that you will have heard heard prior to this show about um, the Republican and the Democratic Party at some shows that we wanted to kind of give a informed educational decision making non-biased diplomatic that's a very fair and balanced. Okay, you can tell who <laughs> is the political one with the right words, but she's right. A, a very diplomatic, political, look. educated look of both parties, of where both platforms stand, just on some issues and just kind of going with it because our whole intent and purpose was we wanted to make sure that we could at least get the word out, educate, um, and get an understanding as we come into this 2012 election, which it is... Upon us. It is upon us in a month mm-hmm. um, and a huge election that this is turning out to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we will have had, by the time this show airs, we will have had two presidential debates. Right. So tonight, as we discussed, know that we are not privy to the second presidential debate. Right. Last week was the first presidential debate for mm-hmm. us. So if, if any of you are really good at math, you figured out that we have a couple of shows in the can. <laughs> We're smart. Because with six children between the two of us, and then you throw in Mark's children, yes. there are opportunities for schedules to go awry. So we try to get a couple of shows ahead. So we have watched... The presidential debate. The first presidential debate. Mm-hmm. And then this week will be the vice presidential. Mm-hmm. But by the time you hear this, you will have already probably heard two presidentials mm-hmm. and the and vice, a vice presidential. presidential debate. Mm-hmm. And so um, so part of this show is is in the in the span of those times, a lot yeah. of stuff happens and a lot of stuff comes out from mm-hmm. the presidential debates. And I can't and wait from to the watch. national conventions, both the Republican yes. and the Democratic and and. Um, you know, someone may think that we're sliding and um, going easy on the Republican National Convention. But, you know, there was a hurricane and oh, yeah. th- not very many new things came out at the Republican National mm-hmm. Convention. But that's not the, the case with the Democratic National Convention. There were changes and there Major were changes. votes yes. that were incredibly pivotal. And so, you know, not as um, a Republican or a Democrat looking at these issues, but just as two women who Mm -hmm. are God-fearing women who believe that the Bible is inerrant, that it it is the inspired Word of God, that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes into the Father except Mm -hmm. through Him. Absolutely. And that we must bow our will to Him. He does not change based no. upon my whims and and wants and worries, but I must submit those to him and allow his peace to transform us. So that's kind of the, the conversation that we're in is how do you meld your faith mm-hmm. with the facts of what's happening between these parties mm-hmm. right now and the vote that is hinging upon yeah. do you vote what you believe or do you vote how you've always been taught? And exactly. And that becomes where I think a lot of folks just make that decision. Well, I've always been a Democrat, yep. so I am straight Democrat. 
or I vote Republican, the party line, whatever, whatever it is. Whatever it is. Whatever Republican candidate, I vote the party line. I don't even look at the names. No. Or whatever Democrat, is, I vote the party line. And and that's the thing. It's mm-hmm. like, you can't do that. You cannot blindly follow any man. No. You, you, you just can't. You owe it to your children and you owe it to your God. Yeah. To, to search them out and find out who is the representative for me. Yes. Well, and that's and that's where I think our conversation tonight kind of goes with is that this is not a political not based on either party. This is this is about God and this is about what even what we believe as Christians and calling us as Christians as Christian women, as Christian, as you share it with your husbands, as you share with your children, yeah. as a Christian, this is what I believe in, yeah. and I'm not. I'm gonna vote with where that aligns with my beliefs and my God and where I stand in my faith. Mm-hmm. And that's a very, very tough place to be. Well, I just think it's so much easier. Yes, that's a great way of saying it. It's that. so much easier to just look at a candidate and say, "I like that." Yes. I wish I had arms like his wife. You know, whatever your thing <laughs> I can wear is. Wear the sleeveless dress. In January. Yeah. But, you know, I, I don't understand that other than to say I know it's easier. And, yes. and sometimes we just make decisions based on convenience. I do it a couple of times a week oh, with, yes. with what dinner I serve. Oh, absolutely. So I know that it is just that same. Mm-hmm urge, tendency yeah. to just choose the, yeah. the path of least resistance. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that is voting the party line. And so that that's kind of where our conversation has been. Um, I walked in tonight knowing <laughs> that we were going to talk about, you know, a little yeah. bit deeper into the parties. And um, now, I let was, me just say, I was she's loaded got, for bear. Well, and she came loaded with bear and she has gotten myself fired up. She's gotten Mark fired up. And oh, it's, yeah. it is... This is part of the passion that we want to share with you. Mm-hmm. So you load with bear and go in. Well, and and I say that knowing that um, people may draw conclusions about Jenny or draw conclusions about me based on the, the words that we say. And that's mm-hmm. why I really want us to pick our words. Yes. Just like we're going to pick the person that represents us as president and Absolutely. vice president. But to pick our words. And so when I was looking around on the web... I found someone who I felt like, really, mm-hmm. he had it together. Yeah. He's incredibly astute, articulate, um, a man of God. He has um, a law degree. Mm, Harvard Law School. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just really well-spoken, and he and he does it in about four minutes. So I know y'all are going to hear a different voice. It's a manly voice, but um, you're going to hear this guy's passion and his call to conscience Mm -hmm. and and his his words are so powerful and you know like jenny and i have been talking about and mark even reminded us when we started this is not about a political party right because i assure you when we stand before god almighty and give Mm -hmm. an account for our life which it tells us that we will yes it tells us very clearly that we will give that account we will answer Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for how we lived how we voted and so uh, the guy's name that I found, you could Google it or you could YouTube it yes. and actually see him when he speaks. His name is Bishop E.W. Jackson. 
Mm-hmm. And um, he is a licensed minister. He also has a couple of nonprofits that he runs, but um, he's out of the Commonwealth of Virginia. Yes, he is. So you will you will love him um, just just for the passion. If if you disagree with everything this man says, I want you to think about how much he believes his convictions, yeah. and he will vote his conscience and stand clear before his his God. Yeah, and so. Um, With no further ado, I would love if we could play that clip. That'll work. My name is Bishop E.W. Jackson, chairman of Ministers Taking a Stand, with a message to Christians in the black community. It is time to end the slavish devotion to the Democrat Party. They have insulted us, used us, and manipulated us. They have saturated the black community with ridiculous lies. Unless we support the Democrat Party, we will be returned to slavery. We will be robbed of voting rights. The Martin Luther King holiday will be repealed. They think we are stupid and that these lies will hold us captive while they violate everything we believe as Christians. The Democrat Party has created an unholy alliance between certain so-called civil rights leaders and Planned Parenthood which has killed unborn black babies by the tens of millions. Planned Parenthood has been far more lethal to black lives than the KKK ever was. And the Democrat Party and their black civil rights allies are partners in this genocide. The Democrat Party has equated homosexuality with being black, which is another outrageous lie. They can keep their homosexuality private. You and I cannot hide being black. I need not recount to you the painful history of slavery, Jim Crow, lynchings, and sterilizations, all because of skin color. Anyone who dares equate the so-called gay rights movement to the history of black Americans is exploiting the black community. They say opposition to same-sex marriage is the same as opposition to interracial marriage. That is an insult to human intelligence. It is a lie. No Christian should support this. Yet the Democrat Party has now declared same-sex marriage an official part of its platform. And black Christians remain in that party? The civil rights establishment has embraced the lies and betrayed the black community and God Almighty for 30 pieces of silver from the Democrat Party. We as Christians ought to know better. Shame on us for allowing ourselves to be sold to the highest bidder. We belong to God. Our ancestors were sold against their will centuries ago, but we're going to the slave market voluntarily today. Yes, it's just that ugly. What do you call it when Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins and my sins and paid the price for our freedom, and you join in covenant with a political party that doesn't even want God mentioned in their platform and gets offended at the very mention of Jesus' name? If your pastor tells you to vote for a party that disrespects Jesus, you need to leave that church. Black pastors are also going to have to answer for whether they serve Jesus or the Democrat Party. The black community will never prosper by betraying God and following leadership that curries the favor of the Democrat Party. It is time for Christians to have the faith and courage to refuse to associate with a political party that has over the years become anti-Christian, anti-church, anti-Bible, anti-life, anti-family, and anti-God. The Democrat Party is also becoming increasingly anti-Israel, and God said, I will curse those that curse Israel. Do you want to be cursed with them? It is time to come out of the Democrat Party 
and to refuse to support its candidates in their rebellion against God. It's not about party, but principle. It's not about race, but righteousness. And you will stand before God to give an account for your choices and motives. We don't need the Democrat Party or any party. We need God. God will take care of us. It's been a long time coming, but the time has come to take a stand. Come out from among them. Exodus now. Well, yeah, we had to follow that one. I told you I love this man. If that just, wow. Wow. I mean, take a moment, y'all. I mean, you may have to kind of stop with us right now, not right now, and go back and just rewind a few minutes. Oh, yeah. And go back and just listen to the words again, because we've already heard it now. Well, you've heard it. So I, this is like my fourth time, fifth time hearing it. And it just resonates. It's just powerful. Well, you know, the Bible tells us that faith comes from hearing and yes. hearing from the word of God. You just heard a man in three minutes flat mm-hmm. tell you the heart of God. Yeah. About family about Israel, mm-hmm. about leadership. Oh, I mean, I mean, let's remember, God started way back with the patriarchs yeah. and then even in Exodus, calling out leaders. And it, he's pretty specific about it. So I, I thought it, maybe this would be a great jumping off point with what's happened at the Republican yeah. National Convention and then at the Democratic National Convention, the decisions well, that they made and the votes that they did. And let's just be clear. Let's just repeat again. This is not about political parties. This is no. not about a black or white issue. This is not about this is not about race. This is a Christian calling it out and saying, based on his faith, this is what's going on, well, people. He Wake it. up. One of the quotes in there is, this is not about race. This is yeah. about righteousness. Absolutely. This is not about a party. This is about principle. Yes. And and that's the thing, you know, as Christians, I just feel so strongly that we have become um, watered down. You know, the Bible talks about, well, what do you do with salt that's not salty anymore? Mm-hmm. You know, if you have a light, would you hide it under a bushel? No. I mean, come on. We learned that when we were kiddos. You know, um, we are called to live a life that resembles Christ. Mm-hmm. And and would Christ stand for allowing people to take God out of something? Yeah. No. I mean, you remember he he would look at the Pharisees and he would stand there and argue with them and was so um, demonstrative with his dismay over them taking God out of the law and making it about things that they were good at. And so I just think there are some incredible parallels of what's happening that we could walk through. Um, And like I said, we are so not bashing uh, one party over the other, and we are not telling y'all to go out and vote uh, a specific way. Just like the bishop says, if if your pastor tells you to vote for the Democrats mm-hmm. or vote for the Republicans, you need to leave that church because he's accountable to God Almighty. Absolutely. But here's the thing. If you call yourself a Christian, mm-hmm. how can you? Yeah. When this party... You know, and it could have been either one. Yes. To be quite honest. In yes. The, in the world yes. we're living in, Absolutely. it could have been either one. But where we are at this state in our republic, the Democratic National Convention yeah. had a vote. Absolutely. And they were trying to vote to put God into their platform. And they had to vote three times. And then the chairman had to call it because they couldn't get a clear two thirds affirmation to put God back in and to put pro-Israel wording because it had all been taken out of their platform. So, you know, I urge you, you know, 
there's a good many of us who mm-hmm. vote Democratic or vote Republican each time. I urge you, if you missed that, go to YouTube. Yeah, you can go you in need and to you can watch search. the vote. Yes, and it is, it is, it's. It's speechless. I mean, it really is when you watch it and you sit there and go, okay, so this is really happening. The chairman was speechless. Mm-hmm. The poor minister, the Methodist minister oh. who stood up to read it. Yes. I felt so sorry for I him know. because they had already decided that they were going to put it back in there. And it was scripted. You could totally tell. Oh, it was on the teleprompter. It was on the teleprompter. It was totally scripted. But then you get the Roberts Rules of Order lady yes. that comes up and whispers in his ear, you're going to have to let them do what they're going to do. Yes. And it was... Oh, my heart just broke. But um, and and that's where I think the bishop is coming mm-hmm. from, is that somehow there has been, in his words, an unholy alliance between the black yeah. community and the Democratic Party, and what it has cost them mm-hmm. for this blind devotion is ungodly. It is unbelievable. And so he brings out things like Planned Parenthood. He mm-hmm. brings out the fact that they are becoming anti-God and that they don't want to hear the name Jesus Christ. Right. They don't want to have anything to do with backing Israel. And, you know, the Bible says, I will bless those who bless Israel and I will curse, curse those, those who, who curse, curse Israel. Israel. It's amazing how he does. He does and he uses the word stand, which I just mm-hmm. wanted to point out. He has, there's a there's a website called standamerica.us and what it is that he is asking folks to believe in or at least to stand with it stands for staying true to america's national destiny um he is um from the virginia based as a little bit of his background he is virginia bred chesapeake um is from the area where he is born but he's founder of a ministry called exodus ministries exodus faith ministries um and like I said, he is a Harvard Law graduate. This guy knows what he's talking about. And you can do the research. Heather has talked and to even talked to um, some other folks that she trusts and respects to go, this guy is solid in what he's talking about, solid in his character, mm-hmm. solid in his faith. And so we wouldn't bring out something or share something unless we were— We felt confident. We felt confident about who this guy is. Um, some of the, the things that he said in that video that just—well, you know— well, I don't know where you start with some of it because it's just unbelievable <laughs> through so much of the words that he says. You mentioned the unholy alliance as one part of it that just. Yeah. An unholy alliance, I think, is just gut check. Yeah. Honest. Yeah. Why do we align ourselves either way with people on this earth who do not. Yeah. Stand for what we stand for. Yeah. Um, it. it and it could be either side of the mm-hmm. fence if you're talking politically. It could be that way in your business ethics. Yes. But as a Christian, and I think that's what I'm loving about this guy, is that politics are second to yes. him. What is primary in his life is a sold-out devotion to submitting his life to the will of God. Yeah. And what God says is right mm-hmm. is right. Mm-hmm. And there's no relativism where, well, if it's okay for you, that's okay for me. Or, well, you don't have to call God God. You could call him Allah or yeah. you could call him Buddha or you could call him a cow. He's not that way. No. He is saying there is one true living God and he has given us his word. And when we 
stand upon that. We are on a firm foundation Mm -hmm. and there's nothing that can befall us that he will not carry us through. But who are we to balk at the face of the creator and say, "Mm, I don't think I want the giver. I'll just take those gifts. Thank you very little. Yes. Yes. And expect his covering of protection and Mm -hmm. expect his cloak of acceptance. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is not how righteousness works. No. There is a responsibility that comes with the freedom that we have over death and over sin. There's a real responsibility, and that burden and that that mantle of leadership is on us as citizens of a free country. Which I think is so—he uses the phrase in there, a slavish devotion oh, good. to the Democratic Party. Yes. Slavish devotion. Mm-hmm. Just those two words. As if there's something you've got to pay back. Yes. Let's remember— <laughs> And I know people who would fight me on this, but it's a matter of public record. Martin Luther King Jr. Mm -hmm. was a Republican. Mm -hmm. And if Martin Luther King Jr. was alive today, he would be standing there opposing what is being spread as propaganda Mm -hmm. to black churches all around the country. Oh, absolutely. because it is. It is a slavish devotion, which means like you owe them something. The The principle behind the civil rights movement was that you are, whether you are white, Hispanic, black, Asian, mm-hmm. you are endowed by your creator mm-hmm. as equal. Mm-hmm. You don't owe anybody no. anything. Well, and he talks about. He talks about the whole that, you know, he says that we as Christians ought to know better. Shame on us for allowing ourselves to be sold to the highest bidder. Mm-hmm. You know, telling, I mean, you know, calling out about black pastors. If they're going to tell you to go vote, mm-hmm. then you shouldn't be in that church. You need to leave that church. That, that is a, that's a major statement. Well, it is. And, you know, there are white churches that do the same Absolutely. thing. But I think across the board, you know, there are white folks that are Democrats and there are white folks that are Republicans. And it's it's um it's not as overwhelming mm-hmm. of a of a disproportionate um amount. But I think that's just a great thing for a man to say because he's not saying vote Republican. He's saying don't align yourself with a group that is so entrenched in what they want and that they're going to sell out to whoever is going to well, give them a, like if if they think they need a vote from well, the um gay and lesbian community yeah. they're going to go after that vote right. so they've changed their platform to, to include, include that yes and so that takes out a good portion of those blue dog democrats right in the middle that are fiscally responsible yes. and who are god fearing and and who really have their feet in the Democratic Party for two reasons, usually for pro-choice. Yes. And because they really do want to help yeah. with poverty. Yeah. And yeah. Then those are those are their main reasons for staying in the Democratic Party. But you take away God and Jesus from the platform and you throw in same-sex marriage, that's a whole different category of folks that are um, going after their agenda, which is why I think he says that. Well, and, and he, the 30 you know, shekel, the thirty um, shekels of silver. Oh, yeah. Oh. But I mean, you know, he talks about, you know, believing in a party that is anti-faith, anti-family, anti-family, anti-marriage, anti-God, anti-church, anti-Israel. Oh, I mean, and he brings it all out. Mm -hmm. And and that's that's clearly not 
a race issue at that. That is that is a Christian. That is, and, and I think you know it's easy for me, and somebody might say this. It's easy for me, a white girl, to make this statement, but I'll assure you that I mean it. Mm-hmm. I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Race is not an issue. It is not an issue. White people didn't vote for Obama because he was black, and black people didn't vote for. Uh, Obama because he was black. They voted for him because they believed in him. Right. And if you vote for someone based on the color of their skin, that's a race decision. Mm -hmm. But I don't think people do that. I honestly do not think that people vote based on the color of skin. And if they do, they're ignorant. I agree. They're ignorant. Um, but, But it is so overwhelming right now what we're going through as a country. And you know, if President Kennedy were still around, he oh, would start my. saying, I mean, his quotes were so amazing. He was, you know, in office so short, but, you know, he would say things like, ask not what your country can do for you, but what, what you, you can, can do, do for, for your, your country. country. If we had a philosophy like that at mm-hmm. this point, where people really didn't expect anything from their government, they didn't expect anything. They wanted to give something to make our country better. Oh, yeah. Just the path we'd be on there. Well, he's, there's some, I mean, there's so much that we could go on this. I mean, I think the very first part of it that is, that he quotes on this is, you know, unless we support the Democratic Party, we'll be returned to slavery. We'll be robbed of voting rights. Good. The Martin Luther King holiday will be repealed. Repealed. And the fact that people would say these things. Yeah. And and I know this is probably a cuss word to some of y'all, but it it wasn't in my family. Remember, I'm. (laughs) I'm a military family, uh, but my my father would say this word so loudly at this point. That's asinine. Have you heard yes. that word before? Oh, yeah. For someone to think that a group of people who are mainstream, God-fearing, supposedly, would repeal Martin Luther King Jr. Let me tell you, there have been, what, 45 presidents? We have one president's day. Mm-hmm. There was one Martin Luther King Jr., and he has his own day. Absolutely. And he earned it. The man was amazing. If you ever want to go back and um, look at some of the work that he did, he wrote a letter called The Letter from the Birmingham Jail. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. About Christianity and wondering about the people who were in all of these beautiful churches and how they could believe in segregation, knowing Mm -hmm. we're all going to the same place. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. Martin Luther King Jr. has his own day. 45 presidents, one day. One Martin Luther King Jr., he gets his own day, y'all. He's never going to be taken out of the history books. Amazing. Amazing. He lived his life in fear of the Lord and in fear of no man. And I just wish we, we had that kind of conviction today. But as he says, you know, if you listen to the stuff from Bishop Jackson, he talks about persecution is coming to America. Um, because and it is. we're allowing it as Christians. Every time they take a step forward and take out God, or take out Jesus. You can say God, but you can't say Jesus. Right. Well, then, is it your God or my God, or is it Allah, or is it, you know, make room? And they back us up, and they keep backing us up until a corner. Before you know it, it's going to be a situation like they had in Germany, where Christianity was pushed into a corner, and then it mm-hmm. was obsolete. It's just... It, I, it, I mean, I'm amazed. I'm just amazed at the fact of just, you know, that this man, it just, I applaud him for taking a stand and really putting it out there for us as Christians to really 
decide and think about and see if this is and, and see where our vote is going to be cast. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, this is not about politics. This is not about race. This is not this is about where your faith is, what you believe in, who your God is to you, and how then should you align yourself with your vote that you're going to cast. Yeah. And we can make a difference. We can make and change a huge way that this country has been going, could go to make a stand of going, this is what we choose to believe. Mm-hmm. As Christians, we have a voice. Mm-hmm. And it's not a voice of hate or division. Mm-mm. It is a voice of unity. And that's what I think is so precious, is that as Christians, we can align with God's chosen people. The, yeah. The um, House of Israel. We can be what we are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it it takes... It takes, it takes courage in the Strange face courage. of what we're dealing with as a country. We have unbelievable debt. Mm-hmm. We've got poverty that is growing at such an alarming rate that it is shrinking the middle class. And what makes us different than any other society that has socialism and yeah. socialistic tendencies is yeah. that we have this middle class. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, it's not the haves and have-nots. There are three classes in our society. Mm-hmm. And as that middle class gets pinched and pinched and squeezed and squished and people are falling into the working poor, yeah. we're becoming more and more like other countries. Mm-hmm. And and. If that's something that you're interested in and you you look at Greece and you look at Spain and you look at Germany and and Italy, where my relatives are from uh, and my aunt Savannah still live in there and and you think that that pension and that universal health care is the route you want to go, I just beg you to do a little bit deeper research on it because that is not what America was founded on. No, no. They don't get to choose when they retire anymore, no. and they no. they don't get to choose their uh, health benefits. And you know, we have yeah. a friend whose uh, father is battling cancer in the UK, yeah. and um, yeah, it, it's unbelievable how long it takes to get from your GP to a specialist. It's amazing uh, to a radiologist to an oncologist. Um, you yeah. can get that film taken, but you just can't get it read. And yeah. you can get that biopsy done, but it's just not going to have a path report for a couple of months and, and the difference in life and death. And I, I just beg of you to do your research for this election. The clip that you heard again was Bishop E.W. Jackson. Um, mm-hmm. He is, it's Exodus Now is his stand. Um, and it's with his website stand that he does. Um, we encourage you to go back and listen to it. Um it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. You can find it just like we did. And he's got some other videos out there that he talks. And wow, some of those are really powerful too. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, as Heather and I both have shared with you, that we just encourage you to talk about it. Talk about it among, talk about it at church. Talk about it with your friends. Talk about it with your family. Um, talk I'm, with your kids. I was going to say, I'm going to let my kids go listen to this. Yeah. If, if you are a newbie about talking through your beliefs. Yeah. And how that translates into your responsibility to vote. Yeah. This would be a great, great. thing. Listen to it. You can pause it. Mm-hmm. You can talk through something with your kids. They'll ask questions. Yeah. And it will make it so easy that you're going to have to break it down simply. And you won't get yourself caught up into all of these, you know, parenthetical thoughts that we do as right. adults. But I just think there's there's some value in it. Our kids are seeing and learning 
so, so much, much from us. This is a great opportunity Absolutely. to, you know, talk about freedoms and responsibilities and how how those two go together. Well, and I mean, even as much as the faith that, you know, so much of helping them develop to, to what they believe in and, mm-hmm. and develop to what their foundation of faith that they stand upon. Mm-hmm. Um, that is not based on us. Exactly. And it's, it's based, not based on politics. And it's, it's based, based on the word. Absolutely. Rather than a party. My dad used to tell me, if you don't stand for something, you're going to fall for everything. <laughs> and I'm telling you. That's true. I was that girl. Yeah. I was that young girl who would just go with the flow. Yeah. And whoever had the biggest crowd, the more the merrier. And when I started mm-hmm. my walk with Christ, it all changed. Because he had a plumb line. And he had a word and he had a will for my life. Yes. And he knew me before I was ever born. Knows the hairs on my head. Yes. He counts. Knows my name. He counts my tears. Yes. And puts them in a bottle. Yeah. He sings over me. This is my God. And yet I can walk into a voting booth and I can choose. Yes. Yes or no. Mm -hmm. Do I stand for my God or do I do what I think is the easiest. Exactly. Do I really want change? Do, I, I mean, come on. Oh, this For the love. You know, we could keep going. You know, it, we, we could keep talking on this. Mm-hmm. Again, we, we thank you for being a part of the show and, and listening in. And we want to know your feedback and your comments. You can check us out on our Facebook page and drop us a line. Let us know what you think about the video. Let us know what you think. Let us know, did you let your kids listen to it? Did, what they say? What what were the conversations? What, what are the conversations that you had with them, with friends and, and church and, you know, all that? Um, again, find us on iTunes. You, you can subscribe to the show. Um, but we look forward to hearing and there'll be more conversations and more thoughts and stuff coming out as, as we head up to this pivotal, pivotal, pivotal mm-hmm. election that's happening on November 6th. Again, thanks for listening and we look forward to having you eavesdrop with us again. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.